everyone and welcome to Mental Wealth Entrepreneurs Podcast, a podcast for resilient entrepreneurs. Today I have a pleasure to interview Amy Choi, a professional landscape designer, content creator and health and well-being coach. Amy has an unusual story. She grew in Canada, lived and worked abroad across the US, UK and Hong Kong and China. And now she's been stranded in Bangkok due to COVID pandemic. Uh, yet during the lockdown, Amy decided to follow her passion and started a chic and blaze community to inspire and motivate people to follow their blaze and a life they love. So let's dive in and listen to Amy's story now. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. Great to see you. How are yeah, you? I am good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to our podcast. Um, so, Amy, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background? Sure. So um, I am a professional landscape architect. Um, I was born in Hong Kong, grew up in Canada, and then I study and work abroad in many different countries in the last 10 years. And I've been practicing as a landscape architect up till this year. And I currently am based in Bangkok, Thailand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing in Bangkok? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> well, partially, we are still on a lockdown. Um, I did move here while I was on search for projects um, for my landscape work. And um, somehow, because of this pandemic, um, I started to do things that I've always wanted to do in this last four years. And so since, um, I'd say, a month, five weeks ago, I launched my platform um, called Chic and Bliss, chicandbliss.com, as a health and well-being platform. And I've been spending most of my time building this community. Um, and then I, I, it, it's going, it's very vibrant group, and I've been um, running a 21 days Um, personal growth challenge with them we actually just finished on friday we had a celebration on saturday an online party and oh, <laughs> this coincided with a thailand um, lockdown which has an alcohol ban so it was together a 21 days challenge for personal growth um, changing three to five habits that you've always wanted to do or three to five tasks that you want to do that brings you towards the go bigger goal. And then on top of that was the 22 days alcohol free. So it was a really huge oh. celebration. <laughs> I actually didn't do much since Saturday. We've been like, <laughs> we were just dancing, singing. Obviously now we can drink. And, uh, and then I was, um, because of this community, I've attracted um, a company called Lifestyle Juicery, which Um, they sponsored me to do a six-day juice detox. And I don't know why I said yes, but it was really tough. It was, um, I would say I've done a lot of challenges in my life for personal development as an entrepreneur and as a landscape person. But this was the toughest challenge you ever had to do, like drinking six days of like cold raw pressed juice. Oh. I did have to pick baseline food, but you know, it's it was hard. Like you just feel like you know your body's being pushed in so many ways. So by Saturday, it was huge celebration, and you do see a lot of benefits. So it was like, and and it continued out to this week. So basically, this week you continue to see benefits of you know in terms of your well being, your energy level, your skin. I have yeah. psoriasis, so psoriasis. So. Um, so yeah, it's actually been a really lovely week <laughs> and I, But, I'm really happy it ended with this podcast. It's like a massive sharing. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, but that's quite a move from landscaping designs to health and well-being platform. Yes. It's How did you, 
how did you find this niche? Why, why, why there is this such a move from landscaping <laughs> to well-being? I think I, I have always loved landscape. I still love landscape and public realm. And when I'm saying landscape, it's um, not just like some gardening. So my very first job that I landed on 10 years, 12 years ago in London was actually the London Olympic Park plan. So I had the joy and the honor to work with the person who directed and envisioned this project. And I was working with all these people who, you know, engineers to horticulturalists. And it was a huge impact um, to social space. And then you know that it has impact to people's life. And that has always been my passion, not just about a plant or one space. It was really to change people's life and how they interact with each other. And unfortunately now with pandemic our public space is going to completely change right <laughs> <And> <laughs> how we engage we're going to always have that one 1. 1.5 meter distance like i think all the benches are going to change <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like it's going to be chopped off and so um through the journey of you know becoming a landscape designer i've um sort of stumbled in my own personal journey in terms of my my own health and well-being. So, um, you know, um, when I started out, I could do all-nighters. I would work late nights, you know, like everybody who just graduate. And um, I would still be able to go out afterwards. And yeah. it's just that, um, you know, as years go by, you notice how much it takes out from your health. And I think there was a point seven years ago when it really culminated to you know, volcanic explosion. If you remember, like uh, 10 years ago, there was a, the ash cloud from Iceland. Yes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All like the that. planes were grounded. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't fly anywhere. Yeah, your... so it was like that. So my, I was on a massive burnout. Um, I had, um, my family has psoriasis, but it was never to the state that I had. I basically had a psoriasis, uh, psoriasis that covered maybe 60 70 percent of my body and I would look like I was burning fire and so um that was how 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 difficult it was in terms of um the the um the psoriasis and then I started to yeah. realize that the the health part of me was like so important that I didn't choose I was choosing career over health like I still remember this moment I told my principal, which is director. In the so are you saying that that uh, the, this health problems were caused by, you know, your uh, like toxic stress you experience at work? Yeah, I think I, yeah, it was stress, a stress. lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, stress from you know if you're gonna have a job because we did come out from recession two thousand and eight stress from trying to strive to be the best in the female professional world, uh, you know, female profession in the, in the landscape world and also moving around and always trying to be the best. And maybe internally that I have this, you know, try to be like really perfect. And, and I think it certainly has to do with a, a level in the mindset because I, I, I remember that moment that I was full of psoriasis. I was scratching like a monkey, you know, and I was telling the director that I will finish this deadline and then I'll go look at my psoriasis. And she was like, I think you should do that now, <laughs> not after you finish the deadline, you know. But that was how I was. And it was so painful to have to choose yeah. to take care of my psoriasis. I mean, it sounds ridiculous now, but at that point it was really difficult. Emotionally, very difficult to choose to, you know, take care of my psoriasis and not be thriving in my career. I think that point I was at um, 30, 31. And so, but ever since then, I would say life has really changed for me. And so I, I've always felt that, that I've healed from my psoriasis, as you can see. And, um, uh, holistically and yeah. I always thought that the experience that I went through for the psoriasis the burnout and obviously burnout leads to a massive anxiety panic attack depression and those journeys are meant not just for me and to share with other people 
and I've contemplated for a long time. Why do I get this? You know, and then so I I have always wanted to build a platform to share this journey and knowledge to benefit other people who may be suffering. Whether you actually whether you're female or not, like you could, young generation coming out, you're yeah. coming in, you have massive stress and anxiety, and you're being loaded more and more things. You know, you're being pressed to do things with lesser time. It's not getting better at the yeah. moment. You know, and you know, one person doing like five people things. You know, so I and 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 so I I somehow always say, oh, I'll do it later. You know, I, I'll settle myself first. And I'll do it later, which partially was true. I needed to take care of myself, but by this year, I was going to you know sort out a landscape position first, and I'll get to this website. And it didn't happen because of the pandemic. And so suddenly, I was sitting there with so much time, and then my friend who is an entrepreneur said why don't you do it now? And I was like, Oh, I know. And then I want to do X, Y, Z. I was having a lot of plans that to, to see it perfectly. And then she just pushed me like, you know, like do it, do it, do it. Like every single day for one, one and a half week. And so far I just like launched it. And I just basically I launched it. I launched a community online and I was writing quotes, um, stories, and I ran a challenge and that's how it started. And Mm. I've been doing that now for, the last five days um, and it's actually a real joy I've been getting a lot of positive energy from them I feel great being able to share and it is really amazing to see how many people out there are also having the same situation you know wherever they are people who are from Indonesia to Singapore to you know in LA or in the UK or you know people from their 30s still having a job to like in their 40s um, being a mom you know everybody uh, is going through the same you know same situation you know and especially with this pandemic um, the stress level the anxiety um, the feelings of not knowing what's going to happen it's shared among like basically everyone globally despite of you know wherever you are whichever nationality ethnic ethnically and your age so for me this jump is uh it's interesting but i'm i'm really enjoying it (laughs) i i do still love my landscape but i really have to say i feel a sense of fulfillment whenever i feel that i've helped people yeah. Especially with this 21 days challenge, you really see people s- wrestle with certain habits they want to change because of the mentality. Yeah. And, um, and it really, um, you can really see somebody has grown over that 21 days. Uh, even myself, there were things that it was hard for me, but with the group was so much better. So I, I, I really um, appreciate that move. Um, it's totally different. It requires different skill set, different mentality. I think landscape in a professional design consultancy world it requires you to have certain level of pride in your yeah. work. Yeah. Um, like a designer, I have this brand, this is my approach, you know, like <laughs> I can yeah. do this, you know, whereas like and, and the health and well-being is more of a collective platform and you, you basically have to give and your kindness and care and then, you know, to see how people change and to nurture them and then you receive and return. So a totally different state of mind. Um, but I, I feel um, I'm making much bigger impact to more people in a shorter period of time. And I feel like that, you know, when you give, you get, you know, so I also feel I'm getting positive energy back and yeah. um, I'm, I'm receiving so much more. So I'm, I'm quite happy in terms of, you know, having this platform and, you know, building yeah. it. Because it's it's interesting you're saying uh, you are following your passion and it's it's obviously it's it's coming from your experience of dealing with stress and and you 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 want to help other people but at the same time uh, health and well being um, industry is absolutely massive right and uh, it's, it's so competitive as well how do you stand out from all this noise because uh, there are so many experts and there are so many trainers and well-being um you know ex- experts and, and coaches and all that how do you attract people to your community what are the uh, what are the some 
you yeah. know, strategies you use to attract people to your community because it's it's it is a competitive industry, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. And I, I can see some call, like friends who are in the same community can be actually quite stressful. I can see that there's so much noise, um, you know, ongoingly. Um, I think that was part, this is part of my, my doubt and the what if that I'm dealing with on a daily basis right now because um, I'm on the moment of kind of building an authentic, like authentically, um, my my own program to attract the right audience, and so I haven't really engulfed into that level of competition yet. But I can see, I understand what you're saying. I can see how competitive it is, and I can see how how it's going to be even more after this pandemic, because this one is going to become big. This industry is going to basically perhaps the key of you know all the industries and everybody's now diving into it but i i suppose for me as i establish myself i would think that because i i have i'm i'm basically sharing a journey that i've went through myself i really don't that i it's uniquely from me um and i know i it's it's a living proof that i have done it and I'm able to um, connect with the people who might be in the same situation, um, similar problems. Um, it's just online, some communities I have written um, to people who said they want to like commit suicide, they have suicidal thoughts, or they have anxiety. And you do see typical responses for things that you get from you know other people, certain quotes, but... I think I wrote her something that really touched her heart. That do made you do her you actually con- contact people via? F- is it the Facebook you are using? Facebook. This is like one of those, you know, those mindset uh, inspiration quote group. And then this lady was posting herself like, "I have so much uh, suicidal thoughts right now. I don't think this and that. I feel like you know, totally worth this." And people are telling me to snap out of it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Right. So. I I just rolled from you know having been through de- depression um, you know major depression episodes to her and um, really from my heart to tell her that okay you know this is what state you're in at this is what you really need to do you won't be able to do these things and here and I copied the the link that there was an online counseling help. And, and then also somebody else follow up with, you know, a hotline that they could call. And um, I was surprised immediately drew on like, you know, 10 or 15 people who respond to me saying I rolled really well. Um, but I think the person ultimately did got help. I, I didn't because it, it was, you know, it was just in a big community, 50,000 people. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I see the danger of people who would just tell them like, ah, oh, yeah, you just snap out of it. You'll be fine. You know, you can do this. Like, yeah. That, that's the worst <laughs> thing, isn't it? Because yeah, uh, it's, it's the worst uh, response you can get. Oh, just go yeah. get over it. And you know, and I, I've gotten, I've gotten that before. And uh, so I'm, I'm happy to um, tell us, I think in Asian culture it's a little difficult for people to deal with emotions um, so even my parents, they still sometimes are having a hard time talking about depression, <laughs> but, um, in two weeks, it'll be the first time that I haven't had a relapse in four years, which was supposed to be a, a, a recurrence diagnosed from, from, from a psychiatrist. And so, um, I've made holistic changes that have transformed me to, to make friends with it and not to relapse from it. And so I'm extremely happy about it. <laughs> I'm really, um, a lot of celebration, but I do understand like the time I had that breakdown is always come from a culmination of stress and, you know, a definition, a condition that's given to you from your culture, from the society, from the in- industry. So the, 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 the easiest example would be I, I was always delivering landscape projects at my best. And, you know, I have an impeccable portfolio, um, but people were still, people who are like, you know, directors and executives who may not see your value um, will still always tell you you're not enough. You deliver a four project in 10 days that was for six, like six, like two months. 
you're too slow. You delivered something that's, you know, within like one month, that's for one year. It's because it's in China. I guess it's also for the rest of the world, but for, especially in China, you're not enough, right? So you have to do it faster, you know, and there was this sense of you have to do it efficiently, but it may not necessarily be effective, right? So yeah. it brings you end up being revising and revising and revising and that really draws your your mental health down because you don't have time to recharge you're not getting recognized you're not getting a raise and for me especially coming out of recession always last and first out rule so every time going in impress three months and then when there's no job you're made redundant right so you're doing all your hard work you're doing everything that you are supposed to do and in reward you're made redundant right so that taken a toll on me like for a straight you know five six years of that and and it ultimately led me into like this you know massive breakdown right along yeah. with other things and and so i have had people who actually at that point who didn't understand me who didn't know who i am and they would just tell you, oh, you slap out of it, just be happy, you know, you have so many things. And and in hindsight, looking back right now, it was it was wrong. Like those people, like they they those things that they say, it's probably they receive that as well. But um, if you are already um, in a, this kind of condition, um, it's not really a choice to to say you snap out of it because you're in the face of so many things that are um, stressful. Um, you know, either like a challenge, a challenge from your firm, your colleagues in front of you, and then you know you also probably have a lot of things that you have to deal with in your personal life. And so especially, I guess, for entrepreneurs, it must be additionally challenging because if you're in that situation, then you may not have the colleague or, you know, the, the organization as a support, right? Yeah. So, and, and because it's going so fast right now, like you say, the, even for the health and well-being industry, every single day, there's like materials coming out every five minutes, you know, the, the Facebook is a great place to show what you can do, but it's also the place where it's so difficult because it's got information coming out every minute, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you feel like you're going through this, like, you know, this light, you know, it's like Aven Avengers <laughs> and game, like this tunnel, you know, it's like everything <laughs> and you don't yes. have enough time to digest, you know, so, yeah. so coming back to that question, I guess, like, I was so, actually, I felt overwhelmed at the very beginning because I have people who are also creators of their own community. And then you want to support, you're going to around like five, six community, and then you want to do your own well-being, your own platform, and then you want to learn from your online coach. And then at the end, you're like so frazzled. And finally, I talked to one friend and I just sat there. I was so paralyzed. I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, it's just too much. And the end, at the end, I was like, you know, it's just stop comparing to other people first of all you know there are some people who really can go 24 7 without a stop in in social media but that's not me and i know that if i do that it's just non-productive for me and then the second thing is i stop comparing to people because i know there will always be people who might have more readers more members, more followers, more ideas. And I think it's ultimately your own journey. Because if you compare to someone, there will always be someone better than you. And if you compare on Facebook, that's the worst because you're comparing to the whole world. <laughs> yeah. you know, and 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 so I I I kind of come to terms with that and also overcome the 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 feelings that I was feeling slightly guilty that I wasn't as active as my other fellow creators because I you know they're supporting me so I feel like I have to support them right? yeah but then I thought you know what like I shouldn't think that way I would love to support them um but I wouldn't want to think that they will only support me if I support them like that's a totally wrong mentality and I have to go back to thinking that you know the the contents that I put out the things that I'll do will have a real impact on people because it's uniquely me and yeah. so I, I kind of went from that place and then so since then I felt a lot more peaceful I'm like much less anxious and stressed out and you know I, I feel I can choose so I chose I choose a few groups that I 
really would dedicate to but I don't feel bad if I can't come into your group today you know I, I can't attend your live right away you know I, I feel okay because you know it, it's just impossible like if we think about a real life time frame like it's impossible to support 20 Facebook groups every single day and be able to also do your own content I think it's it's not it's not healthy and it's counterproductive to those groups because they only see you, you become like a bot, you know, like <laughs> you see an emoji or like, you know, but it doesn't really give them substance. And anyone who's in the health and well-being, they would have a certain sensitivity and know if this person's coming in authentically. Or, you know, you always know right? if somebody's listening on the phone or not. It's the same thing on the internet. You know, if somebody actually, you know, is like genuinely supportive or, you know, they, yeah. they just like, like whatever. So, yes. um, that helped a lot in terms of um, reducing the stress level. And then also after that, I talked to my friends. So friend support was very important who are maybe also either doing entrepreneur or doing small business. And I talked to them and I had a plan. I came up with a plan. Basically, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend this amount of time just doing my own thing. I'm still, first thing is take care of myself. There's no self, that's it, right? So do that and then do my own content and then I'll dedicate this amount of time on social media. So when I'm on it, I'm not being swayed from, I'm looking at your podcast and the next thing is, oh, you know, go that and that and that and that and that. And, that. and afterwards, like half a day is gone and my mind's just frazzled, overloaded with information. I was very focused, like, okay, I'm going to spend one to two hours maximum during this time. And this is what I'm going to do. I kind of made it a routine. And so if I don't get through everything, that's fine too. And ever since I've done that, I felt so much better. I don't have that social, I guess people call it FOMO, right? Like, like the fear of missing out. And then you, you have to follow every group. You have to do all yeah. that. I, I didn't feel that way. And I was able to like see all these notifications on the little clock, the, the alarm bell. But I, I don't go in and react and click on every single one of them. I kind of have my own um, system. Say, okay, I come in. I post on my group. And then I respond to this. And then I post on this. And then I have maybe half an hour just to be inspired and see whatever that I like. And then that's it. So um, it really helps. Like that, that helps a lot. And I think um, that probably is ultimately to those people who are really successful entrepreneurs out there. I don't, I, I can see they wouldn't put 24 hours into Facebook media. Cause like then where do they come up with their, with the contents? Right. So um, yeah, so for anyone who does work that's related to media, I, I would think, yeah, that, that like being disconnected actually helps to connect better in terms of like connect to yourself and connect to your audience and yeah. reduce massively, massively stress and anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's a great point. So uh, what's your views on procrastination though? that's a big one I think it relates to for me it relates to a few things I think it's a lot of fear and um, perfectionism so (laughs) how do you deal with it (laughs) I don't know if I have gone around it yet I'm still wrestling with it but like for example I I wanted to launch this website for a while now sometimes you know you you tell your friends, it sounds really clear. You go off and then like, mm, you know, like, and you have all these questions that keep coming back. And so for me, I think it, it's, um, actually it's interesting. It's, it's about mindfulness and awareness. So the first thing is that it's that I'm mindful and aware of that I am procrastinating that I am like having these doubts and why I'm procrastinating because I'm afraid or maybe it is not the time, maybe it is time to do other things, you know. So that that level of awareness is number one because if you don't know, then, you know, you obviously are bouncing around, you know, in between uh, on social media. And then I think the second thing is um, talk to friends who are also in similar um, zone who are entrepreneurs for a while, who, 
are trying to be entrepreneur, who are starting to be on, doesn't matter. And um, somebody you can trust, um, who has your best interests, and share with them. And and so they they might tell you something uh, that you never thought of. They will push you in the right direction. They might tell you, "Oh, you're just being too hard on yourself. You really do need some time." Or like, you know, just do it. You, you don't don't do. My friend likes to say this, and I really think it's super accurate. Do not do business in your mind. That really kicked my mind because I I. Designers like to think a lot. Landscape people, we do architects, you think a lot first. Never get it on paper because once you get, you feel like, you know, you've not done well. So she's like, don't do business in your mind. So I started writing everything out. And the community is a great place to flush that out. So that helped a lot to have somebody who pushes you and then in the right direction, obviously. And then I think ultimately it's really then trust and go ahead and do it. So if I had done my original plan, I was going to build out the whole website and the whole, all the programs and then go and build the community and approach individual, which is so fancy. And then at the end, I was starting the community and I was refusing to do live. I was telling my friend, I don't want to do live. I want to do fancy videos. And it just turned out to be that way. And it, it worked really fabulously. So letting go of um, the part of like being perfect. And uh, that was a huge one. And then I think finally the fourth, I said three, right? So the last one is um, really know that we are just a work in progress. I think that's a big one for a lot of people, even for myself, like, because for designers, we always want to have a beautiful finished thing, you know, so we we plan everything out. We want to go through this whole process and get to that. But I think at the moment, um, for a lot of things that we do, um, personal development, being healthy, um, building your own platform, being an entrepreneur, it's never really, there's not really an end point that it's like a finish, right? It's always going to be a work in progress. Work and in progress, we, yeah. Yeah, and if we really wait until it's perfected, it might be too late. We might never be ready for it. And then, and then, and then also the circumstances change. So acknowledging that we can be a masterpiece but we are a work in progress. That is a really big one to, to, to know. Yeah. So no, that, 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 that's a great, cause I was actually, well, you know, I'm, I'm running this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this podcast and I'm, I'm, I'm writing articles on medium. I'm, I'm doing stuff on, you know, for, 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 for me, but at the same time, I'm just thinking, oh, I just never have time to do like Facebook live and I actually go live and, <laughs> pull my thoughts together and some lady said why why are you not doing facebook live and i said well well it's just i've got so many things to do how do you prioritize how do you know which is the next thing you have to do for your business it's just crazy right because yeah so many strategies you can pursue and you can yeah what do you do how how do you decide what needs to be done next and what is the most important thing you should be doing yeah yeah it does happen <laughs> and then you just have to I said, look I, I promise you you know i'm gonna go live in may and i'm gonna start sharing <laughs> i'm just like yeah like oh today another day is gone and i haven't done the facebook live so here we go <laughs> i'll introduce you to my friend she'll make you do live challenge every day challenge here I kind of said, and then she's like, Oh, you my god, your life is so long now. (laughs) But I I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's okay not to do everything all at once. That's what I've learned too. But you know, something comes to you. That's why I think mindfulness and awareness is very important. Because if you have a deep ingrained intuition, this is something that you need to do now. Yeah, then you do it right. And then versus like, trying to some people always tell you not out of bad intention you know they're always like great people but maybe it's just not your priority or maybe you need to do these things before you get to that yeah yeah. um so i think that mindfulness and awareness is like so key and so important yeah Um, so what would be your advice to say you know starting entrepreneurs because we we know a lot of people now now lost their jobs so they're 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 changing the direction and they're thinking maybe they should be doing some other stuff for themselves um where would 
where would you start if you started from the beginning? Where would be the starting point if you were just a starting entrepreneur? Hmm. I think if, because for myself, I have had this idea for a long time and then it comes from my journey. So I would say if somebody um, in the current situation where they're switching to entrepreneur and they may need to find out what their real passion is, they might need to explore into that what they really want to do. Because the danger of just diving into entrepreneurship to do anything, right? we can always say I want to you know, sell juice or do that. It, it, it won't last because it's not something that's your calling. And so I think it's worth to do some courses to explore into that, to find something that you really want. And the reason why right now I'm like super happy doing this, you know, generating con free contents is because I, I really love what I do, right? And so I think that is like the real first step. And then um, the second step is um, really to get a tribe or your community or your friend support. So I... And I think that was, um, for me, it was a timing that, that was the time I talked to a lot of people and they say, do it, you sound like really passionate. But I never got around to have um, a group of entrepreneurs surrounded, surrounding me that will also push me towards what I want to do. Yeah. And it's just coincidentally this, this January, maybe it was time that I, I met these people who, you know, they're staking at me, hey, what are you doing? Have you done your life? You know, like they really poke at me. And, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and, and that's so very important. Yeah. And for they are so supportive. And whatever that I'm posting, they're always responsive. You know, whatever it is, like they just like it. It's like family and friends. You know, a universal global family. And and so to have um and, and you know it's it's really important to have that support. And also they are struggling as well. So there are days they struggle. There are days I struggle. And when we have that similar shared background, no matter where we are. And um, it's, it's easy to, to talk to each other and you feel supported. And um, whereas if you go at it on your own, you may not find that level of support, which makes it extremely difficult, um, especially if you have only friends who are still in the corporate world because it operates in such a different way. And so, yeah, a tribe and a support community is very important. And then lastly, I would really try to pace out in terms of because it's so easy to just dive in i've seen people join so many groups so many webinars so invest in all these courses and then you absolutely do none of them at the end because you're so overwhelmed and you walk in and say oh that's interesting oh that's interesting oh that's interesting and yeah. you only have 24 hours a day what are you gonna do so yeah. um it, it's it's like you need to do a screen test and um, go to these uh, free webinars or watch the introduction. And then, yeah, be inspired, but don't make any decision. Just pace yourself out to see what really um, resonate with you, what really may benefit you. You can talk to your friends about it, the tribe, the community about it, and then decide on you know, a few things to take. Because it, it is that level of competitiveness that you will get a lot of, once you're opened up to this industry, you get approached by a lot of programs, things, groups, communities. I've been approached by a lot of people, you know, just randomly. And if you're not able to pace yourself out, you feel that you just like, whoa, dive in and grow. Like that's going to burn you out really quickly. And um, so for entrepreneurship, it's, not about fast and furious. It's actually about slow and steady. <laughs> and <laughs> and so if, and 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 then yeah, because if you if you do fast and furious, you 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 you're getting yourself burned out really fast. Um, and then lastly is to um, show up every day. And this I learned from my friend. She's really persistent. I I do have days where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want to do anything. She is super persistent. She show up every single day since she started her journey as an entrepreneur. And it doesn't matter rain or shine. She feels good or feels bad or she's getting business or not. Whatever happened, she show up and do a life every day. And I, I'm really um, amazed by her tenacity. Um, but I mean, ultimately, it really changed. Um, it changed her energy. It changed the way 
um, it changed her own belief, and it actually attracts people. And it is true, right? If you, if you, the the only the, the if you show up every day for you know what you're doing, uh, you're gonna get something because this is what I believe. Like the universe will always give you something if you show up every day. Like this is what I want. This is what I want. Right? <laughs> You'll be the last one person there because everybody else may have given up. So, um, yeah. if you just started, you definitely will hit like certain like rocks or you know you might stumble you know just like never give up you can question you can reflect but never give up like just keep showing up in different forms different media different ways and you 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 will actually then get to where you want to be yeah no, that, that, that's great. That's great advice from you. And do you think it's it's? <laughs> I will show up. I'll we start on Monday. On yeah. Monday after I celebrate myself's birthday, yeah, <laughs> and have a good night's sleep. So yes. <laughs> I know this this excuses right, and this is yeah. this, this whole program is all this about is the you know, hardest one. excuses, the last procrastination, and anxiety caused by yeah. excuses and. But, uh, no, great. Yeah. And then it, it absolutely is like I'm saying this, and I can tell you right away, it's easier uh, to say it and then done, right? And then also we all fall off the path, but you know it's okay too. We fall off the path, just come back to it. So I'm I'm taking that advice from you know my online coach, and I'm like trying yeah. to do that. And you do see the changes. It's kind of small, like sometimes it's very small change, but you you do see the changes. I think it's like when we're young, we're learning some new skills or new habits. You know, it, it's kind of like it looks tiny on a daily basis, but over time, it just compounds, and then you see the difference. So, yeah, I'm trying. To, I, I I try to remind myself of that on a daily basis. And um, obviously, no one's perfect. So <laughs> I give you the no five perfect. Points, no. I'm, not, I'm not perfect in those five. Points. Yeah, remember, my friend is perfect. Like she's like really great at it. <laughs> but it's good you have such a good friend, you know, who can just give you little kick on the your, you know backside, yeah. and then just say, just go for it. Yeah, it, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I think it's important. And then, and then, so in in a way, yes, it's a competitive um, industry. It's going to get even more competitive. On the other hand, if you have somebody in the similar industry who can be in, who can be your ally, your friend, um, that's something that is priceless. Yeah, because they they always have your back. And yeah. and that is the most important. Yeah. And do you think it's a, today is a good time to start a new business given the coronavirus pandemic and all that? Yes, I, I would think so. Yeah, I would think that yeah. the corporate world is going to be in trouble for a while. And um, I, I, I've been reading a book called The Universe um, has, your, got, has Got Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. And um, there's this chapter called the uh, um, obstacles or detour in the right direction. And her personal experience was about how she was trying to force herself to be pregnant over a year and didn't happen. <laughs> and then, and then it turned out it was a detour, for, like a, a detour in the right direction for her to grow herself spiritually. Ultimately she got her pregnancy and her kid. And so I, I feel it's the same for anyone who, may have become unemployed at the moment or, you know, quote unquote, stuck at home. I don't see it that way. I really do see it's true. It's, it's a detour in the right direction. It is time to look at this moment and see the situations. And so what, what can I do for myself now? You know, what am I, do I still want to do this when the pandemic is over, the job that you have had before? Or is there something that you really, really are passionate in doing that you have procrastinated, put aside for whatever reason, saying you don't have time, that, you know, that you're now saying that, oh, you know, I don't have a job, but maybe this is the time to do it. And so I absolutely believe that everyone can, you know, launch um, some, like their own entrepreneurship um, off from something that they, they have been wanting to do or they're passionate about. And I do think this is the the right time to do it. And I I feel this is the time where if you want to do something, you may just go and do it anyways. Nobody's going to know what's going to happen next. And honestly, we don't really know if 
this there's gonna be second, third wave, however. It it is a really scary and uncertain time. And so I don't see why not. You know, it I might think, become yeah, it might become the new norm, um uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how what, what's going to happen now and um you know and and i think the mentality oh I'll just find a job get some income that's so that's not going to be applicable anymore unfortunately because every a lot of people are out of jobs so it's not that you can just find a job and be paid right maybe it, it, there is no none out there and even so somebody's as highly skilled as me in landscape, there isn't any vacancies right now, right? Because nobody's developing public ground. <laughs> nobody's going out, right? So I, I really do think like, you know, entrepreneurship in a way I see is like, it's just a business. And I think this is what it used to be, right? Before anything was standardized or become corporatized, that people have small bookstores, like small yeah. restaurants and we're kind of going back to that. So it has worked before and yeah. I guess it will work again. And so, yeah, I would really encourage um, people to do it if they are in that place right now, but, but do it with like consciously, right? Like the, the five things that I pointed out and not dive in with the mentality to think that I must succeed. You know, I must make this amount of money by this time. I think those kind of, parameters are what ultimately make people really stress out um and but those are unfortunately the parameters that you've been given and conditioned in a corporate firm right whether you're in banking or in landscape like banking makes x amount of money by x month like landscape industry design industry produces amount of project by x month you know so yeah. I, I feel that was a condition that we were given so but but hey if you go into entrepreneurship you you can now recondition yourself right it will take some work but um i think it's a it's a possibility and i i do encourage um if you have a passion and you you're able to tap into your 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 passion and your purpose then yeah everyone uh has a gift um you know to to offer um so i would think anyone can can start an entrepreneurship at this time and then if you feel that you really are not ready to just be on your own then you can partner with people there are a whole bunch of people out there who wants to be on an entrepreneur um group together and their courses that um, you know that you can take, and I, I invest in courses still like um, not the super expensive, really unaffordable ones because it doesn't make sense. But it is a good time to invest in yourself as well. Yeah. When you're working normally, you don't have time. You know, you oh, I want to go with friends, go do this, travel, and then now you have you know the whole world's time. So. Um, there are small courses or free webinars. I'm doing a lot of free webinars and uh, free online YouTubes. I, I have an online coaching that's like a really decent prize. And so, you know, those are all great learning experiences and like super highly valuable. And so for anyone who's starting their entrepreneurship, they could look into those resources as well. And comparing myself to other creators in the community, they invest a lot of money in getting coaching. I won't name names, but, you know, they would pay for big courses who, you know, would tell them they can launch a business. But you don't necessarily have to have, this is, again, the progress over perfection. You don't have to have a perfect plan or pay X amount to get certain coaching well, I can't afford it, right? So I, I, I'm not going to go for that. But there are other materials that you can tap into um, to learn and grow yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, so I encourage those. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I, I've been in this, well, in the, in the past, I did well, take quite quite few expensive courses and it did help me. But uh, I, I guess all the information is online. If you, if you really can read between the lines and, um, yeah. and do a little bit of search yourself on the internet, you can find a lot of information yeah. without spending a lot of money. Yeah, because if you're just starting, you don't need to 
invest that much money, right? You you can, you know, it's it's a starting point. You just want to do some mini course. And it's good to also get a sense of if this is something for you, right? But if you invest a whole lot of money and then you realize, oh, I don't want this, or this is not my coach. Yeah. And that, that's, that's already like a traumatic start. So I think like you don't really have to do that. And there are so many like um, courses. Um, actually, my online coach offers... Uh, one dollar um, for 14 days with a lot of free online sessions so like there are people like that and this guy's really famous <laughs> in the and field. are you counseling after 14 days well, what's happening after 14 uh, no, days no I, I i'm already with them for eight months now oh okay but when I started was to pay $8 for 14 days. But because of the pandemic, they reduced it to $1 for 14 days. And, you know, this guy is, is a guy who was a monk before who become this coach. And so, and he offers like values that no one can. Like, this is like, <laughs> it's someone that I, I feel like whenever I listen to his life coaching, like, you know, you get sapped, your energy is like, you know, like, so... Um, there are uh, uh, there are quality courses um, webinar out there that is super affordable, and um, and then it really is true. It takes some time to find your niche, uh, your passion, your purpose, and so and it's not equivalent to how much you put in. It really is that you spend your time to look and talk to people. And, and then really become aware of, oh, this is for me, this is not. And then it kind of guides you through to, to the point where you feel like, oh, this is really for me. Because I, I, I feel so resonated with my online coach, but there are some people who are so resonated with another coach, right? So why is that, right? So, um, yeah, if somebody's just starting, like take the time to do it. And then I think... Um, there's, I saw some people trying to do logos, like they invest a lot of money in logos. <laughs> I think that's really is the last thing to do. I, I don't even have a logo right now. I was thinking about it, right? And I was going to go down that route. And, and it is really true that, you know, your logo, your company name, all that stuff, it can change in like, in like a snap. Even your website, because I'm a designer, that's why I haven't started my website. Because I'm choosing my template. I'm like, oh, you know, every day is changing. But finally, I kind of realized <laughs> Procrastination. <laughs> and I realized last week that actually I can change my template, right? So yeah. it's not to say I come with this template and I never change it. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be there. And yeah. so I'm always looking at these people who have spent three, four years on their website. I want to do that, right? And I, I come to a point I realize that. So yeah, if you want to start, it's not so much in that approach. It's really out of like first your passion, your purpose, and then, you know, doing some con building your community. And then when you build your community, the people that you attract, the right people will tell you certain things. Like you, you would know that, oh, I should go in this direction more. I should do that more. Or, you know, like I, I should start building this program. I should post this more. And so, yeah, that, that ultimately is the route. It, it, it is quite like you have to ride the waves a bit and have to trust that process, which is that that's the difficult part. And I think that's why people start going into that. Like, I just have my company first. I do my logo, but none of that matters. Like if you don't have your, if you don't know your purpose, if you don't know your intent and you don't build your community and tribe and you don't give your contents because ultimately those things are, you know, so-called packaging. Right? And, uh, that's like the, you know, the, maybe the last bits, right? If you have your contents and if you really do it authentically, then, you know, you ultimately will attract the audience that you want. Yeah. No, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks for, 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 for your thoughts. And uh, perhaps maybe uh, the last sort of, well, the last, not really. <laughs> um, but um, um, what advice would you give to, specifically female entrepreneurs <laughs> at this point in time what can you tell the girls <laughs> this is uh, this one is a tough one <laughs> quite this, but yeah because it's it's all it's all the guys right guys guys uh, it, it's we are we are uh, uh, 
there's not so many of us, right, compared to the male entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, okay, I, I guess before the advice, I, I'll just share like the challenges. I yeah, have something to empower women to become entrepreneurs. I, I, I encountered a challenge is like you give that content and creativity you want to provide, like, you know, share and inspire. And then you get somebody who, you know, look at your picture and then comes and say hello with a different intent. <laughs> and then you you have to kind of guide them back into the community or, you know, and then they constantly text you and you have to, you know, stay out of that, you know, you, you, you are your community, so you don't want to be rude. And But ultimately, I encountered that quite a bit in this last five, six weeks. And I don't think like guys would have that issue, <laughs> and and so um, I think be wary of people maybe with not so like not the same level of intent. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, what I learned and I told myself was that hey, I can. I think I specifically told this one member, I said that because he was starting to ask me if I have a boyfriend, you know, all this questions that was more relating to dating scenario. And um, I, I, I think I was because I'm much better these days now compared to a few years ago. So I, I told him directly that, you know, I, 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 my intent and purpose of the community what I wanted to do and offer. And I wish he would support that. So I, I basically left that part that he was trying to engage with. Yeah. And then I expressed my, my intent and of the community. And then I asked for the support. And, and then, so in return, I got the support that I needed and the respect that I, I, I needed. And then I expressed that, I, I feel that there is sort of um, a general assumption that if you look pretty <laughs> in certain level that, you know, maybe these websites are for meeting guys or, um, you know, you're not, you know, you're just using that as an image. But I, I asserted that, that, you know, I'm, I truly believe that if you, you, you are a female um, young professional and you have something to offer, um, the world and share and inspire people that you are allowed and able to do that. And, you know, no one should make you doubt yourself, especially yourself. And so when I encountered these situations before, I would always like wonder, I was always wonder why, like, I, I'm sure a guy wouldn't get this. <laughs> I'm sure if it's a guy, I will receive a message. You are so cool, you know, like awesome, you know, like, yeah, man. <laughs> and why is it that with me that I get these messages? And then, it's not just, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I also uh, had this similar one. I posted something about the podcast, about the in, another episode and the response I got, like, nice photograph. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't understand. Okay. How do you respond to this? Yeah. Yes, Cause, cause I would say thank it, you. It is harder for us to, 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 to do business, to be entrepreneurs, because we're not just dealing with, you know, operating <laughs> in, in the male-dominated world. Yeah. <laughs> in happens. a sense. But also we get all this email, you know, comments from, from the other part of the population which do not really consider your you know you for for your knowledge but they're kind of looking at the picture right first. this happens also in actually my landscape industry so that happens all the time throughout my 10 years and I have additional challenges to get ideas through because I know whatever I say if I'm a, a guy in a suit Somebody will tell me that awesome, cool idea, man. And then because I'm a female, long hair in a dress, that I get challenged with my idea. But how do you realize that? How do you do that? How do you do that? As in like, I have to do more and more work. But I finally come to realize that that was the situation. And then so basically I stand on, I, I, I try to stay calm. That's like really big one. Um, and then I would just, we ex I would always say thank you if it's not an offensive comment. Like if they say a nice picture, I say, oh, thanks. Thank you so much. But I'm aware of what may come next. 
I'll say thank you for the compliment. Thank you for joining my community. And uh, so, and then see what they say. And then I would try to steer them to come back to the community and say, hey, you know, um, this is what I'm doing. I would love for your support. And uh, I have had situations where people start making more com like comments on my physique. And then I would then become more direct. I would just say, I, I, I would appreciate if you stop doing this and try to be supports. If you really continue in this direction, then I wouldn't think this is community is for you. <laughs> and, yeah. and so then there was, um, yeah, there was a guy who was trying to flirt with me and I asked him to join this challenge. He's like, oh, but you don't even know who I am. Like, you know, he was trying to, <laughs> I didn't talk to him. And I just, you know, just said, thank you. Yes, we, I'm sorry that I couldn't get back to you right away. I'm trying to talk to all the individual members, but this is a challenge that's for you, not for me. I hope you will join. It will benefit you. And yeah. that, after a few hours, he actually said sorry to me. And um, he's been supportive ever since. So I think it, it really has, um, you know, you really have to stay super calm and non-reactive. And then whatever they're trying to project, you, you are aware they're trying to project, like come at, from that point. And then we're like, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to perceive it at that point that we direct it. You know, and and then two scenarios will happen. Either you get the respect that you want, and then they will support, or that they'll continue in that way, in which then you know they shouldn't be in this community anymore, and then you yeah. <laughs> just have to get rid of them. Um, I have had um, one member in this last month because the, the I did a juicing week last week, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, and I helped this company post some healthy images healthy images with the juice and I receive some unsolicited pictures I don't want from someone I don't even know and I just basically block them out and yeah. unfortunately every female will receive this kind of situation like like you were saying they comment on your photo and uh, and you know um, not being taking you seriously for the things that you're trying to do and so it's 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 a lot of mental strength that you you have to have but it really ultimately is a few things like you don't let it in first of all you don't let it let it in uh, if you let it in it's gone like you'd be like feeling so bad and i have gone through that stages before <laughs> and so the song by taylor swift the man is like the song i've been listening to for a long time <laughs> and when i heard her like oh she's going through the same thing right yeah. if you if you remember she was going to a situation she was trying to sing some songs and then you know that these guys were always giving her trouble and so and I thought oh so it's not just me huh? it's actually like celebrities every woman in different nationalities different ages so then I stopped letting it in and then because I was like thinking before why is always just me right so I stopped let it stop that and then the second thing is I become aware that's the intention I can like you know divert them and yeah. I, I assert my own image. This is the image I want you to see, right? This is me. I'm, I, you know, I can be pretty face. I can be, you know, feminine, but I can still do all of this, right? So, and I deserve that respect. And then you, you, you use words to communicate that. And then lastly, like, you know, we know that we act like the response from them. If it doesn't, like, it really is someone who's in that other direction and just kind of let them go. So those are the three things I do. And unfortunately, I encounter them every week. <laughs> it's really annoying. And, yeah. you know, because then I think for like a long time, for like a year or two, I, I just like, I don't why is it like this? If I have a guy, you know, like. Yeah. But you see, you, you are running a community for, you know, health enthusiasts. My my page, not the Mental Wealth for Entrepreneurs, my, my other page is just my sort of, um, my personal sort of uh, professional page, and I'm talking about artificial intelligence and uh, job with automation and um, the impact of AI on on, on 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 employability and all that. So you know, you wouldn't expect someone just just coming and just uh, making comments about. But I've I've had people messaging me with some strange kind of comments. 
yeah, I guess this this happens, and like you said, you have to be kind you can, of. You can try to see if they're actually interested in it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like. I'm telling you, like, your job will be automated. Yeah, so you, actually, now I'm like, okay, I'm great. I receive your compliment. Thank you. First of all, I receive yeah. the compliment. Take the no, ticket. Crazy. Ticket. And then the second thing is, would you be interested in this automation? Maybe yeah. they would be. <laughs> so yeah, girls, advice from Amy. Be strong, follow your passion, and put some boundaries. And um, yeah, and don't pay attention. Too much. <laughs> to take, no, take the price. Take the price, but don't let other stuff in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Naomi, thank you so much for coming to the oh, to the show. You. And uh, it was great talking to you. I mean, I, I could talk to you for another couple of hours, I think. No, thank you so much. And good luck with everything with your platform. And we'll definitely hear more from you. Yes, thank you so much for this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mental Wealth Entrepreneurs Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this show. Please send me any comments or feedback. If you're an entrepreneur and want to share your story, please contact me. The link is in the podcast show notes. Also, please see the social media links and uh, links to offers from my guests on the podcast notes. This podcast is sponsored by Smart Octopus Voice Agency, who create chatbots and voice skills on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. So I'm really excited uh, to tell you that this podcast is now available as an Alexa skill. Uh, so you can search for resilient entrepreneur skill and enable it as a flash briefing so that's all for me um, i wish i wish you good mental health and you are just one mind hack away till next time